Hey everyone, welcome to Healthy Mind, Happy Life Podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Engler. I believe that we can all move through life transitions without losing who we are, but it takes the right support, community, and connection to carry us through. We can heal through sharing experience, strength, and hope. Each week, we will have genuine and real conversations that will inspire you to shift your mindset to live a happier, free life. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining me again this week on Unlocking Acceptance, part two. And I'm really excited to talk about the topic this week because we're obviously continuing from last week following those breadcrumbs. And I want to add in avoiding distractions and what I call shiny object syndrome. If you've heard of that before, great. If not, shiny object syndrome is when we get distracted by, quote, shiny objects on the side of the road. It's things that pull us out of our, or pull us off our path, I should say, and distract us from our true purpose or following our intuition. They're just things that basically keep us busy. It's just like when our minds run rampant or we're really worried about something, it's they're just things to keep us occupied. They're not really serving too much of a function in our life. And the other thing I want to talk about is how to follow your intuition and just stay on your own path. Even when there's all these other distractions going on around you and you can easily compare yourself and see everyone doing all these other things and how do we stay on our own path and true to ourselves when we're constantly bombarded by all these other amazing things people are doing? We all have to experience this thing called life. You know, we still have to be humans and take care of our responsibilities, raise our children, go to jobs, meet with friends. We still have bills to pay and problems to figure out in our relationships or just some a scenario going on in your life and even when you have awareness understanding connection to self you still have those things to deal with and i know i've been guilty of imagining this life at times without that or I will be okay when this problem goes away. I will be okay when my kid acts the right way. I will be happy when I achieve this thing in my career. Whatever it is, there's always like a a contingency associated with my worth, my happiness. And I think so many of us can relate to that. Maybe not. Maybe I'm the crazy one, (laughs) but I I don't think I'm alone or you wouldn't be listening to this. And why I, I wanted to share that with you guys is because even when you're on this journey of enlightenment and exploring your spiritual self, there's always these bumps and curveballs that are thrown and Honestly, I mean, recently, mine has been my shadow side. It's not always about the external world. 
and what's going on. It's, I mean, it usually is my internal world, right? My perception of things. And I noticed lately that I, at the deeper I go spiritually, the deeper I go towards self and connecting with myself, the louder my shadow side has become. My ego, the the part that says, this is all BS, you don't need to believe in any of this, or this isn't the path for you, none of this works. Like you go to therapy, you read all the things, you pray, you connect, you meditate, and you go to yoga, and none of it's working. See, I'm showing you that none of it's working because you can't sit still, you're restless, you're anxious. You're yet again, you're not feeling happy with the decisions you've made. And I, at first, didn't really know why this powerhouse was coming in. And I felt really frustrated about it because I'm going to myself, okay, you've worked on this. So why is this coming in? And I think the most important thing that I've learned on my journey is that it doesn't go away. It's always there, and sometimes it's just hanging out in the background. Sometimes it's loud. Sometimes it's quiet, but it never fully goes away, and it usually comes when you least expect it, to be honest with you, and I think that is why I feel frustrated towards it because I've been on this path for a while now and in the last couple months have actually been feeling really great and connected and whole and grateful and grounded in that gratitude and just experiencing life the way I envisioned it for so long. The noise in my head was a lot quieter. I felt happier on a day-to-day basis and I could feel it in my body. And so when I started feeling this, this restless, anxious feeling again, it confused me. And I just remembered the words of my therapist is that it comes in and it goes out almost like an ocean, right? It comes in and then it goes out. It comes in and then it goes out. And anytime I start to feel defeated or believe that this path is not working, I always come back to that. It's an ocean. Things come in and things come out. It is not a reflection of the progress that I've made or the work that I'm doing or who I am as a person. But when I feel this way, I do create this perception of myself and this evidence to say, see, you're not really doing the work. See, you're not really worth it. So I've been playing around with this exercise and I call it the what if exercise. What if that's not true? What if this perception of myself is not true? Does that change things? So if I have this thought about myself that I'm not worthy or I'm not patient enough or I'm not, um, I don't belong or it's, what if that's not true? What if I am capable? What if I am worthy? What if this is the path? And asking myself that what if question, I don't always answer it, but it interrupts the thought because emotion is energy. And when 
that energy comes into our bodies, a lot of times it overwhelms us. And so it goes up into the brain and, and creates all these thoughts, which then generate more emotion in our systems. And it's just feedback loop of energy thought, energy thought, or emotion thought. And we sometimes get trapped in that. And so one thing that the what if exercise has helped me with is interjecting that pattern. It's disrupting the pattern to make me think of it differently, even if I don't answer it, or even if I don't create a solution, I'm interrupting the pattern and challenging it. Because the way I see it is that it's that shadow side, that darkness that comes in and, and challenges these good aspects of me and tries to pull me back down. And so it's been helpful for me to to do that. I've also been setting boundaries and saying, you know, you know what? Not today. I, I don't have room for it today. I don't have the energy for it today. I just don't want to deal with you today. Just like you may with someone in your own life. Um, that's just the way it works for me. And I have to set clear boundaries with it. And I don't have to believe everything it says. Just because it says it does not make it true. And so it really has changed things when I can continue to challenge my own internal thoughts and beliefs about the perception that I've created of myself because it's created an, a deeper understanding of self. It's allowed me to be curious and gentle without judgment. Okay, well, you know, sometimes, yeah, I am hard on myself and I beat myself up. However, the way I measure it now is, is it better than it used to be? Yes, it is. It is tremendously better than it used to be. It doesn't hang out as long. It, it, if it comes in, it leaves a, a lot faster than it used to. It's not as busy up in my mind. I know how to move energy in and out of my body, even if it's stuck there temporarily. And I don't always know what to do with it. I have this inner knowing that it's not going to last. And so those two things, setting boundaries and the what if exercise can be helpful if you're on this journey of self-acceptance. And I'm going to go into more of this now is in our part two of self-acceptance. Acceptance isn't a destination. It's an understanding of self. And I want you guys to really, really keep that in mind. Because if you're chasing this dream of who you will be or how you will feel when you can love yourself and when you can accept yourself, I'm here to tell you it's not going to be that way. Now, there may be aspects of that that you may experience, but you're, if you have that expectation that you will be fixed or you will be okay at the end of this or when you achieve this let's say goal, and I'm using quotes, goal, because it's not a goal, um, then at the end, you're going to be disappointed. And so can you walk through this experience with an open heart and a willingness to learn, to explore, and to be gentle with yourself? So I just wanted to start with, I, I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard bits of this story before. 
Um, but when I was transitioning back into the workforce, so back in 2020, yeah, right. I went back to work in 2020. I started my business then, which is not the case for many people. A lot of people were transitioning to staying home and working from home and trying to figure out a new job situation. Well, I just couldn't take staying home anymore. I'd been home for a couple of years with the kids and I just had this strong sense. It was actually more of just a restless feeling at the time. I look back now and see that it was like a strong sense of I'm not serving my purpose and I need to find a way to do this. But back then it was more of just I was very restless and not happy being home and always searching for something, but I didn't really know what I was searching for. And so I landed on opening my own practice, which is what I did. And when I was starting to think about it, you know, I was really overwhelmed. I had tried all these different ideas and I wasn't following through with them. I would do them for a few months and then I was just like, meh, you know, too much work or I just didn't want to. I just, my heart wasn't in it. And I was really, really scared to open my coaching business because I saw all those things as failures. I saw all these like mini businesses that I was doing, like making shirts and I was making other things and um, going to craft shows and just doing like little things here and there. But because I wasn't being consistent and following through, I saw them as failures. Like, see, started this thing again and didn't follow through. And I felt stupid because of that. And I just felt like I was failing at everything I did. I see those now as stepping stones that led me to my business and they helped me gain information and and knowledge I didn't have previously. Just little things like how to design a website, how to use social media, how to do just like things like that. Um, So it did, it, it was the door open, but at the time I saw it as the door closed. And I was really scared to go into business. I didn't want to start another thing and then fail at it because I don't think that my ego could have taken that at the time. It's taken me a long time to overcome my ego and realize that it doesn't matter what others think. We all care about what others think to some extent because that's the human experience. I mean, that's just how we are. And I didn't necessarily, I want to say, like overcome my ego, but like ego is the thing that says we have to do something because we see someone else doing it or the thing that tells us we're not doing enough or we're not worthy because we aren't doing x y and z we all have to ha- we all have ego we have to have ego um it does keep us grounded in reality and life sometimes it just it, it comes out and drives the bus but we want to be in control of the bus, not the ego, right? And when the ego is in control and driving that that bus, it's not going to allow us to find that connection, that spiritual connection and acceptance within ourselves that we're looking for because it's at it's the center stage, right? It's the forefront. We need all the parts to learn to work together. And I felt like it was holding me back from doing something amazing, right? Which was coaching, which was providing therapy to people, which was just 
having conversation with people, just providing a space for people to come in and talk, a place that they don't have to, they don't have that anywhere else. Um, it's their hour to just talk about themselves, which a lot of us don't get, you know, with families and uh, lack of support or we don't have good friends or whatever the case is. And so this is like an hour people get. That's the way I like to think about coaching and therapy is it not only challenges you to think of things differently, but it just gives you that that space to be you, to talk openly about things the way that we are conditioned not to in society. We're conditioned to filter things and, and for a reason, but also I think it's crossed this line where it's like we can't talk about anything. And if you do, it makes people uncomfortable. And so looking back, you know, I, I again, I see those experiences as stepping stones and acceptance is not found in the external accomplishments that we have. It's an inner knowing and an inner understanding of ourselves. It's about unlocking your inherent qualities and embracing aspects of yourself. And there's things, yes, that help along the way. You can use crystals and oracle cards and therapy and journaling and whatever, all these things that can be helpful tools, but ultimately acceptance comes from within, right? It comes from this understanding of, of these various aspects of yourself. And the journey is not always linear, you know, it's can be bumpy. There can be detours. There can be times that you have to get off the path because it's too much or take a break, I should say. There's things that we may start doing that don't feel like they're in alignment, like important decisions, or we made a decision that we feel like was wrong. And there's just life events that happen along the way too. So these journeys are not always linear, but there's signs. There are signs along the path, just like the breadcrumbs, right? And um, it can help us align ourselves with decisions and stay on the path even when it feels bumpy, when there are detours, when life circumstances are thrown at us, there is a way to still stay on the path even when there's hardships. So even when you are following those breadcrumbs, you're going to do it with a different perspective and an understanding because um, you have that acceptance. It's a constant reminder, though, to not let the ego cloud the path, to not let ego distract you, to, to, to see those shiny objects. It really is a commitment that you're making to yourself. And I journey off my path constantly. I'm always, well, not so much anymore, but looking for something outside of myself to make me feel better or when I'm a little bored or things become really hard, I will look for things outside of self. And that's when I burn myself out. It's when I exhaust myself and I try to find these other experiences to validate my worth um, because we're conditioned to believe that our achievements define us. That's just how our society is. And so we will chase them relentlessly. Um, we will chase them without intention. We will chase them and not even know why we're chasing them. 
um, because we never check in with ourselves. And, and the truth is external validation is just a never-ending chase. It's just a bandage, a temporary bandage. It doesn't actually heal the wound. So confidence and self-esteem, it is not dependent on external validation. It comes from finding that rhythm within, that understanding within that I might not be okay right now. Um, I might not be happy with the way things are going right now or this shit feels really hard. But I have this understanding of myself to navigate it. If you allow those breadcrumbs, or I'm sorry, if you allow these shiny objects to distract you from your path, they will take you from your true purpose. They will take you from confidence. They will take you from all the things that you are trying to work towards. You know, it's following that intuition. And intuition is a sense. I'm not always great at listening to my intuition either. One thing I've learned to do, though, is just take a step back and wait for a sign. If I'm not fully sure, I should make a decision. And I shared a few episodes ago about just the what I wanted to do with the podcast this coming year. If I wanted to stop, if I wanted to continue. And I wasn't sure what my intuition was telling me. It really wasn't clear yet. And I spent a lot of time just meditating and being quiet and journaling about it. And then signs showed themselves very clearly. And it doesn't always happen that way. Um, but if I would have just impulsively made a decision or made a decision that didn't feel like it was in alignment, then I would have just been doing it to do it, you know, or doing it and not really knowing why. Now I know my why. I know, I mean, I knew my why before, but it started to become a little gray. And so I had to take that step back until it was clear again. And that's intuition, right? As intuition. And then if that's not working, you tap into the signs. You wait for the signs. And you still have, again, you have choice in it. So even when you make a choice, if it's what you think maybe was a wrong or a bad choice, you can go back and change it. Um, and if you can't, you learn from it, right? You learn from those experiences. And there's things that I'm always learning every day about myself, about my business, about other people, things that are challenging my me that I thought I worked on. And so it's not this path is not linear. It's not perfect. It's meant to be this way. I would say the biggest breadcrumb or the biggest tidbit that I could give you today is to just stay authentic. Check in with yourself and always ask, why am I making this decision? Or why do I want to do this? Or where is this coming from? And look at the factors that are going into that. You know, is it an influence from someone? Is it money? influence? Is it a social media influence? Is it um, this other person, a fear influence? Like I'm doing this, making this decision out of fear. You know, all if you're making decisions based off any of those things, they're never going to feel like they're in alignment. But if you're clear and you know why you're doing certain things, um, that's going to feel more centered. And that is acceptance. 
that is an understanding of self. When you can learn to work with yourself instead of always against yourself or always trying to force yourself to do things that maybe you're not meant to do or that maybe aren't supposed to happen for you or yet. Those things aren't supposed to happen yet. So just stay clear. Stay on your authentic path. Um, Be honest with yourself. Set those boundaries with yourself. Validate yourself where you're at. Take into consideration where you're at in your life right now. And then if you're really not sure, go to therapy or hire a coach. (laughs) So those are all the bullet points that I have today. I hope this segment on unlocking acceptance could be a key for you to unlock something within yourself, whether that's a validation, an understanding, a boundary, whatever it might be. You can do nothing with it and you can do something with it. You get to choose. I will see you guys all back next week.